They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week, we're happy to introduce our brand new Combini newsletter. We fill you in on the good news and then discuss a recent experiment where certain Combinis have opened their bathrooms to the public. We check out an Okinawan-themed karagekun, talk burgers, curry ramen, and American dogs, and finally, Mike catches us up on Family Mart's attempt at the Egg McMuffin. Now let's head over to the Combini. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Well, it's going uh, extra well for me, Mike. I want to share something with our uh, listeners and especially our viewers. You know, I've taken my life back from big tech, Mike. We're all uh, we're all slaves to our phones, to social media. Mm-hmm. But I got my life under control. See this guy here, Mike? This is called a K-Safe. K-Safe. Okay. Oh man. Little timer on that guy right there. Twenty nine minutes. Twenty nine minutes. Okay. Only way for me to open this up mm-hmm. over the next twenty nine minutes is to actually break this case. I can't take the batteries out. I can't unlock it. My phone's in here, Mike. I've been putting it in here for most of the day. I'm only putting wow. it in here for a half hour. Because we're going to head out for a drive after this, and I need to be able to navigate. But this is this is what everybody should be doing, okay? Put your phone away, everybody. Our screen time, it's out of control. I'm embarrassed, frankly speaking, <laughs> to admit what my screen time is. Except for yesterday, mm-hmm. it was less than 30 minutes. It was locked up. I read a book for four hours yesterday, Mike. I haven't done that wow. in years, okay? Because we're locked up. I'm not on, I'm not on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Looking at Tim Pool memes, ridiculous crap, dumbest stuff on the planet. <laughs> it's locked up now, Mike. I got control of my life, and everybody should get control of theirs. Ksafe.com, everybody. Not a paid advertisement, although should if they be. did want to advertise. We do have like 250 weekly listeners. I mean, <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on here. Well, Matt, congratulations. Um, Thank you. People who remember last episode, we spent a good amount of time talking about we're both getting off Twitter. And I do have to say, we both are not off Twitter. Um, I think we both deleted the app for. A certain amount of time. After the Elon Musk acquisition, I got back on only to follow Dogecoin updates because once Elon makes Dogecoin the official currency of Twitter, <laughs> I can fade into retirement. How's uh, how is <coughs> how's the Dogecoin doing after the big announcement? Well, it uh, it it jumped about twenty percent. Oh, nice. Then it's okay. back down to where it was before. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are all long-term plays, everybody. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you can't expect to get rich overnight. Although right. that's exactly what I'm expecting to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> once Papa Elon makes the big announcement. You know? Right. 
Because then, yeah, I can imagine. We're not talking a dollar. We're talking hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Let's just say if it goes the way of Bitcoin, you're looking at a I'll probably be more than a trillionaire. I would actually just store my... I'd have to... Jerome Powell would be like my bank teller, okay? I would have to... That's how much money I would have. Okay, I would need to call up the chair of the Federal Reserve for just like personal banking. That's how much money right. I would have available to me if it if if that happens. Okay. It would be like one of those old like how many airplanes would you have to fill with a yes. hundred dollar bills to get Bill Gates as well? For you with you it'd be like how many Oh, you just have B-52s flying nonstop, <laughs> just dropping cargo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, man, I'm, I'm hoping for it. I'm, I'm hoping that we, you know, you hit that, you finally get to the moon there and beyond. Um, I assume probably about a year, year or two, it's probably going to hit a thousand or so. So I'm excited. I just want to make it clear. I invested in Dogecoin like half naked sitting on my couch seeing it trending on Twitter like two years ago. I wasn't I didn't get in when it was hot. Uh-huh. I got uh-huh. in when you know it was you know less than I can't remember what it was. But anyway, I'm not a fool, ladies and right. gentlemen. No. I'm not putting my life savings into into this cryptocurrency. I am hoping that it does turn into a sweet nest egg. That I can withdraw from comfortably until I leave this earth. But right. um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. I don't see any reason why you couldn't get at least a billion. You know? Um, <laughs> I think everyone on their time on earth deserves at least maybe one year where they have a billion dollars. I have those know? spreadsheets. I've done that calculation. <laughs> and it's not, in, it's not impossible. Let's just put it that way. It's not impossible. You know. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, hey, I think might be a good time to segue into uh, the show here uh, this week. Um, Matt, before we get started with the our normal show, I, I um, yeah. we had kind of a pretty exciting development um, for the Convini boys. Um, Matt, what, what am I talking about here? Yeah, Mike, we've, uh, we've started up a newsletter. This will be a weekly newsletter. We're going to be uh, featuring all the hottest new stuff coming out at the Convini the following week. We mm. all know hot new items hit the, hit the shelves on Tuesday. We're going to be publishing on Saturdays. So mm. you can get yourself ready for all the hot Convini action. There's only so much we can pack into a podcast, a YouTube. It's a quick little digest, a lot of photos, a lot of images. I suppose yeah. I should give everybody a quick preview here. Yeah, yeah. Show what us this what this looks uh, like. Yeah, let me get what we're looking at. Hold on, I should have had this queued up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. And we're going to be talking about some of these items actually on this podcast here, but you know, featuring Sweet a lot one. of images here. Mm-hmm. You know, we got mm-hmm. the uh, scrambled egg hamburger where they're, they've used scrambled eggs as the hamburger buns at Family Mart. Mm-hmm. It's relish mm-hmm. there. You know, really just yeah. calling out some hot new stuff coming out. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a Convini fanatic and you need to get your game plan together mm-hmm. for the next week's hot items, you need this newsletter. It's free for now, but let me tell you something. I do intend to get my beak wet 
at some point. <laughs> so, or our beaks wet. Well, yours. I mean, this is this is you. You made the, the money does go into my personal checking account, should, but yeah, I I do say we use that money to pay for our Canva Pro subscription, so exactly, we can post exactly. dumb things on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. No, you deserve it. I no, you can give me. I, I get five percent, maybe five percent or something. Like um. All right, man. Well, um. So yeah, please check out the newsletter. It's really awesome. Um. Really excited, and yeah. A, a chance to, for us to like, you know, show off like more than just our, you know, winner and loser, more like sort of a general sort of look at what you're going to be able to get at the convenience this week. So, yeah, really exciting. And, and where is that? Conveniboys.substack.com. Check it out. Check it out. Subscribe. I Become guess. a paid subscriber. Yeah. Become yeah. a paid subscriber. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. 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 I'm going to. I, I We should. We were both going to be. All right, Matt. Well, okay. So shifting into our sort of main story of this week, Matt, we've got, we've got a hot one this week. Um, a really, really juicy story. Um, maybe I'll just give you the floor for this one, too. What are we talking about this week? Mike, there's a hot debate. Actually, not debate. There's a movement happening. Yes. To make convenient toilets, designate them as public toilets. Now, this may be confusing for most because, of course, we've all, we yeah. all have used the Konbini toilet as if mm-hmm. it were a public toilet. Yeah. But this is, this would be an official government designation, mm-hmm. and uh, they would slap some stickers, some decals on your window, mm-hmm. declaring it a public toilet. Hmm. Now, there's some debate going on, mm-hmm. especially amongst convenient owners around, hey, is this a good idea or yeah. not? They're worried about things like more traffic to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Hold on. means mm-hmm. more cleaning. Mm-hmm. It means more purchasing of things like toilet paper, uh, higher mm-hmm. water bills. Mm-hmm. And so there are questions around things like, should the government subsidize the use of these public toilets? helping to pay for supplies, utilities that come along with the higher traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's the, uh, I guess, you know, it's trying to solve the problem. I guess there are some folks out there who are too nervous to, to go outside for an extended period yeah. because they may not be able to access a toilet. Totally understand. Absolutely. Totally understand. It's, you know, especially among the elderly, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I totally understand why this is a big problem. So, and yeah, this is um, in, uh, I'm pretty sure this is Yamato City in Kanagawa Prefecture. So, um, you know, Kanagawa, right near Tokyo there. Um, so, um, yeah, the elderly especially have made complaints. The thing is, is that the cities, um, especially in like, uh, you know, larger cities, they it's not really feasible for them to like just go ahead and like build a bunch of public restrooms. Um, and so I, it does make sense. And it's something that we've talked about before is, you know, kombinis are so essential to Japanese just life and infrastructure um, that they're, they're almost in many ways, you know, they, they serve many functions of what would normally be, government facilities like you know bathrooms and mail and you know 
Well, ETMs, you know, I, yeah. th- there are 4,400 comments in this article. So mm-hmm. this is uh, a hotly mm-hmm. contested issue. But I thought that the top, you know, there was a comment about mm-hmm. if you if you go into the convenience to use the toilet, mm-hmm. I think most of us buy something to say sure. thank you to the convenience for allowing me to use your, your toilet. Mm-hmm. If it's then designated a public bathroom, yeah, will customers continue to feel that same obligation to the owner to purchase something? Yeah. Or will they just say, Oh, well it's just a public toilet, you know? I don't need to get anything. I I think that could be a an issue. I, I think it's I think it's important to pay some um, you know, a, a small thank you, whatever it is, a pack yeah. of gum, some dry hard mints, oh, maybe, yeah. a family chickie, whatever it is, to just say thank you. Yeah, and this is actually, um, for some of our listeners who maybe haven't been Japan or, or have and just don't really know this rule, that is sort of like an unspoken rule. Um, I think it's actually like an official rule that, you know, bathrooms are only for customers, but it, it's not very strongly enforced. Um and especially like out where we spent most of our time at convenience stores, just out in like the suburbs, out in the countryside, it's almost like a very even more sort of relaxed thing where you go into the store and it's just like go to the bathroom. Um, there's no obligation, but it is sort of, you know, um, it's something that you should do. You should, you know, it's not really fair to use someone's bathroom without buying something. Yeah, for sure. There were also some nightmare stories in this article, Mike, a convenience yeah. owner shared that, you know, sometimes they've had uh, somebody take a like a poop in the urinal. That's happened. Oh, he oh, said boy. somebody who lost control just oh, wound up pooping in store on the floor. And so I can understand, you know, if they're worried about more traffic, that doesn't just mean more frequent cleanings of the restroom, but more opportunity for, you know, tough accidents like that to happen. Yeah, um, I I feel less sympathy for the person pooping in a urinal. I can't believe. It. <laughs> I mean, than I do for the person who's just blown up on the floor. That person had a they needed they needed to get in. There. Yeah, they needed to get in. Yeah, and so actually, you know, they were close. They just couldn't. They couldn't make it. Yeah, couldn't make it. I well so. Okay, so yeah, getting getting a little bit deeper into the to the article as well. So it sounds like out of the hundred and ten store or convenience stores in the uh, in the city, only nine were um, participating in this. Um, and it sounds like the people that like the the incentive for participating in this is, I guess, like yeah, more traffic. So maybe people will buy more stuff. That's questionable. But then they also get two hundred rolls of toilet paper. Oh, they do um, get toilet they, paper. They do. It, it looks like they, they are, you know, given some uh, toilet paper. I don't know how, like, depending on the amount of people, that maybe that doesn't even really go that far. Well, people and, uh, you know, some people really, there's some folks who irresponsibly use toilet paper. In That's the, a uh, good point, yeah. Yeah. I used to be one of those people, to be honest. And my dad, <laughs> when I was a young lad, he sat me down and said, you know, He's a little extreme. Like he's like, you got to use like one sheet of paper, then you got to fold it, then you got to fold it again. Like I think he could like one toilet roll a year. But anyways, basically, yeah, yeah. Some people are, you know, even adults, 
completely irresponsible, just kind of, you know. Oh, yeah, like the price is down right. that thing. Yeah, the big <laughs> one. Seriously though, this um this this story really made me think of like I I at times have said like the Combini should go and become almost like these like public entities sort of like supported by the government, but I don't know how that works. This was kind of a wake up call. Like this um, you know, maybe it, it isn't all, you know, rosy uh rosy shores or is that a saying? I'm not sure, but um yeah. <laughs> You know, it's um, it's a different if it's a difficult problem, but convenience stores do. There's so many of them, and it does make perfect sense on the one hand that they would become public bathrooms, but on the other hand, they are actually just like franchise-owned, you know, shops that um, you know, people are trying to make a living and don't want like huge lines of people, you know, just there to use the bathroom, which. To be honest, like if you went to the convenience store and it was just like huge lines, like waiting at the bathroom, it would kind of ruin the experience of just like getting in there, just having fun. You got people probably in front of the magazines, you know, in front of like the, you know, well, that's the an shirts interesting point because especially if only nine are participating amongst the several dozen convenience in this town, do people then yeah. come to believe, oh, if I need to use a toilet? Normally they think, well, I'll, I guess I'll pop into any one of these convenience. Maybe now their mindset switches to, oh, I need to go to one of these nine convenience in order to use True. the toilet so yeah if, if if you start to get crowded out with people just using the bathroom i could see that being a, a challenge for owners for sure yeah. and um i don't know i kind of like just the unspoken rule that yeah can be everywhere they all have a toilet mm-hmm. and we're all welcome to use it so long as we say thank you after using it yeah and use it I responsibly think. Use it responsibly, yeah. And, and yeah, like you said, good options, gum, mints. Um, I'll often, you know, I'll just grab the Pokari Sweat. I'm Absolutely. sure you probably grab a, grab a can of coffee or something like that. 100%. You know, there's a lot of things. It's just one coin. You know, you can even, like, buy it and just kind of, like, as on the way out, kind of boom, boom. You know, like, flip it. Flick it. You know, right, boom. right into the there. change, boss. Yep, yeah. yep. So, um, yeah, man, but... but you know, really interesting story. Um, it'll be interesting to see what 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 happens with this, and this if this will take off in other places. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Mike, that takes care of the lead story for this week. It's now on to Chicky Wars. Chicky Wars, where we take a look at the hot boneless chicken action at the convenient each week. Mike, we got just one new product out this week, but I got to say it is a banger. Oh, there's no. We doubt. have from Lawson. Hmm. A new Karaage Kun, Mike. This has to be known flavor number, I don't know, 289 or something like that. And it is Shikwasa. Shikwasa. Shikwasa, of course, that mysterious citrus native to Okinawa. Mm-hmm. Smells delicious. Really has not a lot of juice in it, but a lot of stuff is no. made with Shikwasa down in Okinawa. You see it everywhere. It's. Mm-hmm. It looks like a lime. Uh, but it's not a lime. It's a shikwasa. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is it, Mike. They got uh, sort of a citrusy, they say a sapari, sawayakana, shikwasa karaage-kun. So a nice little uh, you know, zip to this guy. Oh, yeah. Mike, I know you're a big fan of citrus mm-hmm. plus fried chicken. You must yes. be uh, salivating over this guy. 
Oh, yeah, I love it. You know, um, I think we've seen Shikwasa flavored karagekun before. I'm, I'm sure we have. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, this is the Okinawa, you know, produced Shikwasa. This is not just any old Shikwasa. It's the Okinawa Shikwasa. I don't know if there comes from any other place from Okinawa. But anyways, um, yeah, I love it. Like you said, um, <clears throat> citrus and chicken, that's, you know, right up my alley. I know you're one of the one of the great proponents of Shikwasa. It's actually the place I learned about is from you. I remember one day you were just saying Shikwasa. It's, it's a great word. It's a great word. It is a great word. And I have to say, Matt, we covered 7-Elevens. Okinawa Fair yeah. last week. Big and this is this is better than everything <laughs> that they put out. Just this one item. So I just like to say, you know, quantity over quality. Or quality over quantity. You know, I mean, so, yeah. 100%. Yep. Yeah, this looks fantastic. But that's it for new chicky out this week, Mike. Maybe next week we'll see some more hot boneless chicken action, but that's it. All right, Matt. Well, we're heading over to the scoreboard, and what the heck is going on, Matt? Let me hit you with these numbers right away. Family Mart, 26 items. Lawson, 24 items. 7-Eleven, 74. Mini Stop, 22. Daily Yamazaki, 5. Seiko Mart, 9. New Days, 20. What's going on here? Big drop, Mike. Family Mart, 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm not too surprised, though, because uh, this week is Golden Week, you just mentioned. So I think the PD teams were probably cruising into Golden Week, taking some time off, relaxing. Ooh. And so uh, no surprise on the drop in new items out at the Gambini this week. Yep, good call. No doubt about that. And there's also, like, there's nothing, like, there's no specific thing you eat or drink during Golden Week. You know, like, it's just kind of like... Mm. Everyone just kind of takes off. So, yeah, they, I, I think... It makes they sense. all go to Kurobe Dam, I learned. Oh, Tell yes, me. they oh, do. Oh, my God. One of the great places. All right, Matt. Well, let's head over to the uh, to the winners and losers this week. I'm really excited to see what your loser is. So, let's get it started, Matt. What do you got? Yeah, Mike, I got something out of uh, 7-Eleven this week, Mike, and... Um, what we're looking at here is a uh, curry ramen. Oh. A curry ramen. Let me just break this down for our listeners here. Mm-hmm. Speaking of conveni toilets, Mike, this looks like yeah. uh, the guy who blasted all over the uh, shopping floor. You know, the guy who couldn't keep it in. He needed another. If he only, if he only got there 30 seconds earlier, he wouldn't have just blown out a curry ramen out of his butt cheeks. This thing looks, uh, this is a, this is a hot mess here, Mike. We got a big bowl of curry with some sliced pork, a few big chunks of carrots. Mm-hmm. Your kind of classic uh, Japanese curry toppings. Yeah. It's yeah. got some uh, thinly shaved uh, pork, mm-hmm. and then I guess below that are ramen noodles. I don't like this for a lot of reasons, Mike. One, I don't. I get curry udon. I like curry udon. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's the hottest food on the planet, <laughs> you want to weld your tongue to your gums or something like this. Curry udon is is excellent for that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know curry ramen. We already have curry udon. I don't really see this. Yeah, being 
it's not an exciting product and it's just too it's just like a big mess it just looks like a big hot poopy mess yes it does yes it does they're saying this is Niigata's top five ramen so this is apparently one of their things I guess um yeah Matt this is not looking great um yeah, like, I guess if it was going to be ramen, I would imagine have a little bit more, like, ramen qualities, but this is just, like, It doesn't even look up. soupy. It looks thick. Yeah, it looks thick, Loopy. and these, like, chunks of carrots are kind of... Yeah, I guess that makes sense, but... Oh, man, look at that. The sheen on that thing. Yeah, it's not. It's gelatinous. gelatinous. You know, this almost looks like a... Like a... Yeah, like a jelly or something like that. Yeah, man, um... Terrible, terrible item here. Um, I saw that this found its way into the newsletter, I think, as uh, the dirty diaper item. Was that, is that correct? The, no, from the dumpster. From yeah. the dumpster. Okay, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, this uh, definitely from the dumpster. All right, Matt. Well, I'm actually picking up something, too, that I think that our, our readers could find in the newsletter, um, and that's my loser this week. And um, Matt... For me, unfortunately, you know, um, it had to be the the Tamago Sand Burgers. Um, Matt, we've talked time and again about how the convenience just haven't done burgers well. Um, they can't do it for some reason. And I don't think the key is switching the, the roll to be a, an egg, you know? <clears throat> um, yeah, there's just this is just not look very appetizing to me. Uh, like the burger itself almost looks the same consistency as the the egg. Like yeah, they, it does. they seem to be the same exact thing. Put in some cheese there. I don't know, man. I like I think this is one of those items where like you see it and it looks kind of cool and you're like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I'll give that a try." And then you're just very very disappointed cuz yeah, that sweet sort of egg on the outside and then that just unfortunate burger in there. There's just nothing here that really gets me excited. I, I don't know. How about you? Yeah, Mike, you know, this is a classic case of trying to innovate before getting the basics right. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go back to school. We need some hamburger 101 mm-hmm. for Lawson mm-hmm. here. The convenient general. Mm-hmm. Before we start getting into the advanced kind of PhD level creativity here, let's yeah. just get the basics right. Also, let's talk about the the stuff that's in this burger. I see mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see relish. Mm-hmm. I see ketchup. I yeah. see bacon. What's going on here? You can't have all those, all those flavors don't work together, especially that relish. What is relish yeah. doing on there? So I don't know, Mike. I think uh, I think you're spot on. I don't see this being very good. Yeah. Get the basics right. Mm-hmm. Get a bun that works. Get a yes. patty that works. And then you mm-hmm. can play around with some other stuff, like turning the bun into a scrambled egg. <laughs> it's like McDonald's. It took them. It took them what? Fifty years, Mike, before they reached the McGriddle. Mm-hmm. Injecting oh. maple syrup into pancakes using that. As the bun. Now that was a hell of an innovation. That, that was is a, that one is of the a top of the line. One of the great innovations. Yeah, Steve Jobs level innovating there. <laughs> but they had like fifty years of making just a burger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. No, perfectly said. I think you actually, yeah, summed up what I want to say exactly. Um, so, yeah, get the basics down and come back again. Um, all right, Matt, enough with this. What do we got for your winner this week? I'm really excited to see what we've got. Hey! We got Mini Stop here, Mike. Mini <sighs> Stop, I think, is doing the best stuff when it comes to meat on a stick. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, this week, Mike, they are out with the Zaku Zaku dog. This is an American dog or a corn dog. But what they've done here, Mike, they have gusted the fried battered coating mm-hmm. with sugar. Mm. So you're getting a little sweet and salty while you're hammering your American dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about this. I think the sweet salty combo is outstanding. Simple innovation. This isn't this isn't putting replacing a hamburger bun with egg scrambled egg patties. Oh, my mm-hmm. safe just opened. Can I achieve treat my iPhone if I wish? I do not wish to do that. Um so I think this is very exciting, Mike. Simple little tweak to the recipe, but I think it's gonna yield a big bang for the buck. Yeah. Um Oh my god. Yep, mini stop is on a whole nother level. Um when it comes to to dogs and yeah like you said things on sticks i agree just a, just a subtle little you know um mix up here you know we've seen them do the uh american style dog you know the the battered dogs before and they do them great um and yeah just adding that sort of that um those those chunks of salt on the outside mm. and then i guess maybe the, the crust is a little bit more zzz. You know, Zaku Zaku than normal, but in general, yeah, like a very simple modification, <clears throat> and yeah, I think that's where you know that's that's why Mini Stop is so good. They probably like, you know, they have such a strong foundation when it comes to this. They can see these. Oh, we're just gonna add a little bit of you know like grain salt, and you know, Sugar. but this is it seems like such a like a simple little thing, and you'd be like, yeah, anybody could think that, but no, you're not seeing that like you know, those years and years of experience behind that. But when you taste it, I'm sure that you do. Um, Just a, it's, it's sugar, actually. It's not, it's not salt. Oh, it's sugar? Sugar, yeah. Sweet. That's what I was saying, sweet and salty. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. Well, just forget everything I said, except everything I said, except the salt, because I still feel the exact same way. So, great choice, Matt. Um... Oh, man. Amazing. All right, Matt. Well, going on to my winner this week, you're probably going to give me the, 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 you know, the rock sort of brow when you look at this thing. But let me explain what's going on here. <laughs> um, Matt, we're at 7-Eleven, and what we're looking at is the jalapeno, oh, jalapeno. Okay. chili chicken burger. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> So what were we just saying about... Let me go back to my loser this week. All right. This is not something that you've done well yet. Look at this. Just just a travesty. You know, just way too much going on here. Um, the egg sandwich. This. You're talking The egg about. sandwich. Sorry, talking about the egg sandwich. And go back here, Matt. What are we looking at? We're looking at one of the most plain buns you've ever seen in your whole life. I mean, this is just the stereotypical hamburger roll you can probably get this in any supermarket and then on top of that 
Inside that, you've got you got a chili sauce chicken patty, and then on top of that, you got some jalapeno peppers, Matt. Um, what you were just saying about get the basics right first and then proceed—that's what I felt when I looked at this thing. This looks like in my hometown, Frederick, Maryland, there was a Scotty's Diner, Matt. Scotty's Diner. Scotty, uh, he, he turned an old school bus into a diner that he'd like drive around. <laughs> well, you could drive, drive around. Well, he would drive around and park at places you could come in and eat on his bus. This is long, <laughs> long before the whole, you know, like the, the food truck thing. This is a, I mean, this guy was like years ahead of his time. And this looks exactly like one of the things you would find in there. Just, you know, the most simple bun, some meat, maybe a sloppy joe, maybe a burger, maybe a chicken sandwich. Um, and you know what? It just made me feel nostalgic. Yeah, Mike. You know, I I was a little skeptical when I first saw this chicken patty appear on screen, but I think you're right. This is really going back to basics. I'll tell you something. You, you have your buddy there. What was his name driving around Scotty. that school bus? Scotty. Scotty's bus. Yeah. Scotty's bus. You know, I was in Lowell, Massachusetts last week for jury duty, Mike, and uh, took an hour lunch, and I found a nice spot called Ernie's Hot Dogs. Been open since 1920, oh Mike. And I gotta say, this this is something that looks like it could come out of Ernie's. <clears throat> I, I was able to sit down, eat my uh, relish and onion dog and a kraut dog with mustard while listening to uh, Mark Levin tell me how the mainstream media is trying to uh, take over my brain. Playing on the TV there. You know, just a perfect environment for uh, enjoying a nice hot dog lunch so yeah i think uh i think this is right up there this could have come straight out of ernie's you're saying it could have come straight out of scotty's getting back to basics here curious they do have actual looks like raw jalapenos on that you know the exactly. japanese aren't known for their spicy food i wonder if this will uh this will work or not we'll find out Okay, Mike, now it's on to my favorite segment. This is At the Gimbo with Mike. Hmm. Gimbo, of course, the place where the action happens. Mike, you're in Japan where all the action is. What do you got for us this week from the Gimbo? Coming up first is my winner from last week, Matt, if you remember. This is the sausage egg and cheese muffin out of Family Mart. I had to go and get it. I was super excited. I thought maybe this was just going to be an egg McMuffin at the Conveni. And I think we both kind of knew that perhaps it wasn't going to be. But we were excited. You know, there's a lot going on here. It's just, it's just a straight-up um, English muffin with ham, um, uh, egg, and cheese. And then, as you noted, some um, black pepper mayonnaise also as well. Mm -hmm. I got to say, Matt, um, I'm going to have to go ahead and just give this probably like a 2.5 stars. Um, it's not an Egg McMuffin. And the... The biggest, you know, problem with this thing was the the muffin itself. You know, oh. it, it, yeah, I, I, it, it came in, you know, the Not plastic nuts wrapping. And crannies. Oh, I was gonna ask about. Yeah, it came exactly. in the plastic wrapping. That's tough. Came in the plastic wrapping, and then I hit it in the microwave for about a minute, and by that time, a everything minute. had pretty much, as advised, <laughs> you know. So, um, so, it was pretty much just exploded, and so. <laughs> You know, it just didn't turn out as well as I thought. Unfortunately, this was not an Egg McMuffin. 
A minute. A minute on five hundred. I, I don't think I've ever put anything in the microwave for a minute. Really? I mean, you're, well, you're getting like nuclear. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> stuff starts to melt. You know. <laughs> I, I maybe yeah. I have oh, a yeah. powerful microwave. Yeah, maybe you do because I yeah. often put things in for multiple minutes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you know, back to the uh, egg here. I was concerned, no doubt, this was going to come in a plastic bag. So, mm. you know, the first step to enjoying an English egg, an egg McMuffin should never be open the plastic bag. Oh. You know? No. It should yeah. be, you know, open the paper pouch or something yeah. like that. But, uh, yeah, looks good on the screen, not so good in real life. That's why we got. Yep. That's why we're doing the work here, Mike. All right, all right. And then I just got one other thing here that I didn't actually buy, but I was just kind of shocked by this item, so I wanted to share. With I went into Seven Eleven. You know, Leo had been going, and we been getting ice cream, and ran into Seven Eleven. I was just kind of like perusing the items, and I was looking through the area that had the sort of puddings and stuff, and came across this lunker right here, Matt. Holy. This is called the Ringo Nodea Cheesecake. This is apple and cheese mousse in English. Wow. And I don't think it's giving enough perspective here, but this is like a Costco-like <laughs> sized big old bucket of this <laughs> rare cheesecake slash mousse. Um, I don't know. They're saying this is a new item. I haven't even heard of this thing. I must have completely overlooked it when we were looking at items before. I'm interested, but and this is eight eight eight, Matt. This is this is a this is almost ten bucks for this bucket o moose here. I don't know, like what, what, what do you? What is your take on this thing? It is big, Mike. Um, you know, you got uh, two regular size puddings next to it for scale. And yeah. uh, it looks like you could easily fit both of those in there, no problem, no with problem. quite a bit of extra room. And then you got four yaki puddings mm -hmm. just next to it, also looking pretty damn small next to this, I think you got the right word, bucket, bucket. of apple and cheese mousse. mousse. I gotta say, though, it looks... I think it looks pretty damn good. It does this, look you good. You got this apple sauce, little apple jelly on top of that thing, and then I bet you yeah. dive into that. I'll yeah. tell you what, Mike. You know, we all know I've been indulging in, yeah, the old cannabis recently, and uh, mm. to pick up a nice new strain called Wedding Crasher. And I gotta say, I wouldn't mind hitting some Wedding Crasher and then just devouring. Yeah. This uh, apple and cheese mousse, minus the cream, that would do a number on me. You know, I right. wind up like that uh, curry ramen we were taking a look at a few minutes ago. Um, but uh, no, this looks good. I think it looks nice. Good for a party. Yeah. Good for a party, or just a if you're just feeling really, really hungry. Yeah, you, um, you lost your job. You know, <laughs> something like that. You need to recover. <laughs> psychological anyway you, yeah okay. all right that wraps up this week's episode wow number 86 i think 
And uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And a special thanks to everybody who's bought a chickie for us. Carrie G. St. Michel. M.H. Bongo. Three more chickies nice. this week. Wow. So appreciate that. Professor H. Matt D. Antonio Wade. Crew Japan. Devon Pine. Bobby Judo. Anonymous and Anonymous. Thanks you. Thanks to you for buying us a chickie and supporting the podcast. If you want to buy us a chicky head over to buymeacoffee.com slash boys. you can all uh, please also rate share the podcast subscribe to our youtube channel you can see all the hot convenient action also check us out on twitter and then uh, please check out our new newsletter conveniboys.substack.com we're going to be posting all the hot new convenient action coming out the following week so you can get your game plan ready on the weekend so you're you're ready to enjoy the convenience to its maximum potential. So check that out. All right, Mike, I guess I'll see you at the convenience. See you at the convenience, Matt.